Hey, this is Janice and Corey, and you're listening to Roundhouse Radio On Demand. This segment is brought to you by Science World. Experience Science World's feature exhibition. Zoom into nano and discover technology in a world invisible to the naked eye. The Science Domecast is brought to you by Science World British Columbia, a charitable organization that engages British Columbians in science and inspires future science and technology leadership throughout our province. And we are stoked to have Nikki Barrett in. She is the program coordinator for the Super Science Club program at Science World. Hey, Nikki. Hey, how you doing? Very good. Now, we were just having a chinwag before the uh, mics went on, and... Um, you're kind of one of the newer. We've had many. We've had many of your peers in. We've had yeah. had many conversations, and uh, and always cool. The science world always cool to see what they're doing. Um, but you're one of the uh, the the newer, the greener. That's right. Uh, members of science. So, um, and you were saying that it just it truly is just the coolest place to work. It really is. Yeah. Um, being at Science World, it's just the amount of people that are there, the ideas that go on, especially the the specific department that I work in, just so collaborative. Anytime you have a new idea, you just turn in your chair and be like, hey, everyone, I have this really cool idea. <laughs> and everyone just turns and pipes in their two cents, and it's a really good place to work. How unique yeah, to be able true. to turn your chair and people <laughs> listen. You know, I mean, seriously. It's true. There's, there's not that many places. It's usually like whatever or I don't yeah. know. That's very cool. Yeah. Very supportive. Yeah. We, we've yeah. talked to it like some of your colleagues have been there for like 23 years, 18 years. And I think that speaks volumes of the organization itself. So you're the Super Science Club organizer. Right. The program right. coordinator. What is the Super Science Club? Oh, the Super Science Club is this amazing program that was started 15 years ago now in 2001. And uh, what it is, is they realize that while we have lots of children that come to Science World and that really want to be involved in the science of Science World, not a lot of them can overcome the financial barrier to mm. come there. So there was this great funder in 2001 that said, hey, there are schools around this area that Science World is basically in their backyard, but these schools can't come to Science World. So he wanted to give us money to bring programming to them. Now, over the last 15 years, the program has really developed and changed. And instead of just bringing science out to them, we now have a 10-week program. So we have eight weeks where we go out to the schools. Each week is a different topic. Then we bring the schools into Science World for a field trip, a family science night, and then we also give them a one-year family membership. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a really good program and it's a good feeling too to be able to help out lots of the kids. So, and I, and I think that's, I, I love that philosophy of science world. It's like if you can't bring the kids to the science, take the science to the kids. Exactly. You know? And so, but these are, I mean, this is a real different age group because a lot of time there's, um, there's so much like for teens and stuff, but these are the little guffers. Yeah. So, so grades one to three and then four to seven. Um, like what would be a sample of like a, what would you t teach a six year old? about science yeah uh so we kind of have a um, standard formula that we do for our school programs and so uh one program we're doing right now is our forces program so we go out to these schools we want to teach kids about forces and it starts off with the game so we do a tug, tug of war to talk about pulling because pulling is a very big force so we have this giant rope <laughs> and we bring the kids outside and our awesome facilitators basically have them pull and we we change up the variables so we might send our other presenter to one end and might ask the kids, okay, what'll happen if we add one more person to this end and we pull on it? What do you think will happen? You know, and they might be like, oh, it'll go that way or it'll go this way or nothing will happen because we're really strong. And you're like, okay, <laughs> good, let's try it. Uh, so you get to test it out. And uh, after a game, we get to do a really fun activity. So 
our favorite one right now is um, basically you set up a cup of water full of water on top of a tablecloth. And you may have seen this in movies. There's those people that whip the tablecloth yes. out mm-hmm. from underneath the dishes. And while the kids are watching, we whip this tablecloth from underneath this full glass of water without spilling any water. And then we talk about inertia and why this is possible. Um, and then See, we... I want to know that. Yeah, I, I want to know, too. <laughs> yeah. I want to know, too. All right. Well, you know, if you have a tablecloth yes. later on, I can do one for you. Okay. okay. All right. We should yeah. do that, actually. But this is the thing. It's so interesting when I, I just re- it brings me back to being in school. And whenever there was uh, someone that would come in that was special, <laughs> it just it. it it was so memorable. Like I, I think I can remember everyone that ever visited our school. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So the impact that you're going to have on these kids could be so huge. Yeah. And then the fact that you're supporting them with a free membership to Science World, it like it exposes science to those kids, but also their family members. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and that's like our, our reach right now. I mean, per term, we go out to 480 kids. That's how many we actually reach. Mm-hmm. And so in a year, we reach about 900. And then if you include the fact that we do have partnerships, so we actually partner sh- partnered with uh, University of British Columbia and the University of Fraser Valley to reach out to underserved communities in Vancouver, as well as schools in the lower mainland in the Fraser Valley. So our total numbers are probably about 1,100 kids. Wow. And then on top of that, all of their family members. So. We're speaking with Nikki Barrett, who's the program coordinator for the Super Science Club program at Science World. And Nikki, I got to ask you, how do you, you know, I love the, I love the, I love the uh, analogy of the, the, the pulling off the tablecloth. And so they're, they're like these simple things and like, you know, the, I don't know, do you do the egg drop? I don't know. There's all kinds of things like how do you protect an egg? And I think these are such simple, basic ways of teaching science. How do you compete when you've got like, Candy Crush. Like, how do you, how, do, how do you go in uh, seriously and, and, mm-hmm. and stimulate? I, I would think it would be a nightmare to say, Hey, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, how do you how look do at you, this rope, kids? Look at the rope. Seriously. I mean, cause it's what they learn is, is so much more than whatever that stupid game is, but th- th- that's a big competition. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And there's lots of other science organizations out there that are trying to reach out to the kids too. So there's, uh, and I wouldn't really call it competition yeah. necessarily. It's, it's one of those things where we feel that there's a need and we want to fill it. And so the way that we do that, the way we compete with Candy Crush is, uh, we bring out these really great people. Oh, so you so- really do. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. Um, we have these fantastic people that we hire at Science World that are so passionate and energetic and just when it really comes down to it, just silly and nerdy. Yeah. And when we come out, we don't just think that, oh, we're doing science, but we're doing science, you yeah. know? We're excited to yeah. be there, and the kids totally feed off that energy. So That's so cool you mentioned that, because I was going to ask you about your facilitators. And are they, like, to be a good facilitator, what you just said, it, it truly is in the, in, in the way you present the message. So, do, like, do you, are you looking for facilitators? Is it something people can apply to do? Because I can imagine... Um, I can't imagine who you would get. Like, you don't have to be a super scientist mm-hmm. to be a facilitator, correct? Or No, definitely not. Uh, so we do look for facilitators a few times a year. Usually around this time, uh, Christmas time, we'll be putting yeah. out another posting. And then in August is when we really start hiring for the next year. Um, and we get all sorts of uh, applications in. And right now our team consists of uh, educators. We have some entertainers yeah. and we also have scientists. So we have a really wide range of people on our team and all of them are just so enthusiastic about science. 
Now, the Super Science Club at Science World, if people want to get involved, like, is it a matter of the teachers have to do it, the parents need to do it? How, how, do, how do kids get involved with this program? Well, for right now in Vancouver, we already have our, our um, set group of schools in. So we actually reach out to inner city schools. So we look for some very specific requirements for schools in Vancouver to be involved. But if you do have a community or a school and you really want to have Super Science Club, really the best way is to contact me so we can figure out um, in some sort of way to make that happen. It might include making another partnership. So we do have one school, uh, Anna Bear, it's a French immersion school. And we have a really great team of of moms, actually, that just want science in the schools. And so they come in, we train them, but they do all of their own programming. What a trip. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That you tra- that you can train. So that's a whole that's a whole other another level yeah. that you can learn from science world. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah, it's a really good program. We we really reach far with this one. Yeah. Cuz parents struggle so hard to have a connection. Mm-hmm. Um I think I think, you know, look at me. I'm not, I'm not a parent, but I know that you know, some parents get so um not afraid, but they feel disconnected from the studies now because they think I can't do that. I don't want to help. I don't want. I'm gonna. What am I? I'm gonna screw up with my kid. You know. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool that the parents are taking that initiative. Yeah, I agree. And we we try to make it as easy for them as possible. Like I said, we sort of have that formula for each class. Yeah. When we bring them into train, we give them all the resources they could possibly need, and I'm always there for them. You know. So it's a it's a good collaborative effort. I was creeping your Facebook before you came in today. Oh, okay. And uh, there was an huh. article you posted about this new magazine, and it was about girls needing to be able to have access to science and say climbing trees yes and it said in in this article we have to do a better uh, job at, at the content we offer young girls yes do you feel science world does that yeah we work really hard to do that uh our our team actually the community engagement team and the one that i was talking about i turn around in my chair and just pitch an idea to we are mostly women yeah. uh there are a few men on our team which is fantastic but uh, we we are very inspired and we want to reach out, but we also do not want to put the focus just on women because mm-hmm. we feel like there should be a fair sort of demographic for both men and women. And we try really hard to show uh, both areas and also diversity in all ways. So, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Now, before you go, Nikki. All right. You have to tell us how you do that trick. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. So this is the best way to do it. Okay. Now, I've actually seen someone do this with a piece of paper towel, which is okay. very okay. impressive. Okay. Now, all you need is a glass full of water, and you need to set it on either a piece of paper towel or a piece of fabric. And you're going to set it up near the edge of a table so that when you grab onto that paper towel or that fabric, you grip it in your hand. What you're going to do is you're not just going to rip it out from underneath the glass. You need to sort of... Bring your hands down towards the ground. You yes. need to have a, a down swiping oh, motion. See? I always see? thought it was like pull towards like you're rowing a boat. No, no. See, the friction of that is going to end up pushing the cups towards you. But you want to take advantage of inertia. So objects that are in motion tend to stay in motion as long as the force is still on them. And you, you want to keep this object still. Okay. So you want to go as quickly as you can. You want to be as fast as you can. It's a very fluid movement. So you grab onto it and you whip your hands towards the floor as hard as you can. And it'll just pull out underneath it. No spill. Okay. What, in, in, a, in a nutshell, what is it? Isn't inertia, isn't inertia the, the, the movement? Isn't that, isn't that inertia? That's right. So the, the lack of inertia. So, well, 
Inertia is kind of tricky. Now, inertia has to do with an inertial reference frame. So technically, that means that if you have something that's not moving, its frame that it's in okay. is still. Okay. So inertia specifically talks about, yes, moving objects. You're right. But in this case, the cup that's sitting on the table, its frame, what it exists in, and this is very physics-y, so my apology, <laughs> but, but it stays in one place. So then when you start making that cloth move, the cloth is the one that's moving, that cup's inertia is zero. It has none at that moment. And so as you move the cloth from underneath, yeah. you can actually keep that cup in one place and only move the cloth. If you move it too slowly, though, if you go too slow, that's when you get the cup of water tipping off the edge of the table. Could you please do science club for adults? Just, <laughs> just a super science. You know what? Honest to God. Just one club. I'm just, just one. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do know like what you super mean. Super science club for adults. And yeah. We could come in and we can ask these questions and not feel like I've just said to a whole entire radio audience, <laughs> I have no clue how to do that. Yeah. I think it's a trip. Yes, yes, definitely. And you know what? Actually, that's on my radar. It doesn't mean that something's happening, but yeah. that was one of the ideas this last week. I turned to someone and was like, what about Super Science Club for Adults? And everyone's like, okay, yeah. let's yeah. think about okay, that. Okay, you play them this. <laughs> and I'm telling Nikki, you're, 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 we're wonderful. I awesome, really enjoyed talking to you and, and thank you for teaching that trick. I'm going to try it at home tonight. Do we have oh. a tablecloth here, Dev? Do you know? Uh, I don't think so, but we have paper towel. Well, yeah, it's, we not, it's not the same thing, like ripping a paper towel. Oh, wait, towel. we do have the roundhouse one the, with the logo on it. I'm telling mm, you. Okay. I think maybe. we should try well, this. Thank All you right. for having me here. Yeah, absolutely. Nikki, Nikki Barrett, program coordinator for the Super Science Club uh, program at Science World. And, uh, and good luck with it. And, and, uh, and I love that. All right. This Science Domecast has been brought to you by Science World. Experience Science, Science World's feature exhibition, Zoom into Nano and Discover Technology in a World Invisible to the Naked Eye. It's 3.52. We're Janice and Corey, Roundhouse Radio 983, Vancouver.